In this episode, I get to sit down with Jefferson Graham. We're gonna talk about safety and theft in photography. This is Twitter. Hey, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I am your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today on the show, I have my longtime friend, photographer, journalist, former USA Today reporter, Photo Walks TV founder and host, Mr. Jefferson Graham. Today, we're going to talk about some experiences, unfortunate experiences he had while trying to mind his own business in San Francisco with a bunch of expensive photography gear. You can guess where this is going. Jefferson Graham, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Happy birthday, Frederick. Thank you. Thank you, sir. How, I am how, now how I'm old enough to drink. How does, it, how does it feel to be in your 40s? It feels great to be, in, well, let me, let me restate that. It felt great to be in my 40s when I was in my 40s. <laughs> no, it's good, thank you. Yeah, we're as, Inside baseball, as we record this, this is a week before, uh, is it a full week? Yeah, it's seven days before my birthday, which is on November 28th. Make a note, folks. November 28th, I'm having a birthday. And if all goes well, you'll be watching this episode while I'm uh, in Honolulu celebrating my birthday, probably at a luau or something. So Jefferson is my birthday episode. Thank you, Jefferson. I'm, I'm happy to participate. I only wish that I could be participating with you in Honolulu. Dude, ain't nothing but a ticket. Just get, you live close to LAX. Just get your butt That's up to right. LAX. Get on a plane. Come on out. We'll fly drones. We'll do underwater, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, all Come the fun out. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the not fun stuff, unfortunately. So I got your newsletter, which, by the way, PhotoWalks TV, um, go sign up for this man's newsletter. I get it. I read it religiously every time he publishes an episode or a, a, an edition of that. And this, this last one is why we are here today, because it was about... Uh, tips and tricks to not get your stuff stolen uh, while in big cities, particularly San Francisco, because you had some unfortunate adventures in San Francisco. Let's let's dive into that. So set the stage for that first occurrence. I saw it when you first posted. This was like a couple years ago when you first had that that first uh, incident where you were shocked and you came away with less gear than you started with. Tell us, take us through that adventure. Okay, and first of all, the story has continued because the camera thefts continue in San Francisco. And every time there's a camera theft, I write another article. And when I write another article, people reach out and it just keeps on going because nobody in San Francisco has taken ownership of this and has stood up and said, we have a problem and we're going to do something about it. And we keep waiting for that to happen. So it was a year and a half ago. It was in 2021. I was doing a project for the folks at Kelby One. And Frederick, you're familiar with Kelby One because you've done yes. projects for them as well. Absolutely. And I was doing a photographer's guide to photographing San Francisco. And uh, my wife was helping me on the shoot. It's five o'clock uh, in the afternoon. And I said, one more shot. One more shot. And she goes, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. I said, you just go sit over there and I'll just do the shot. Okay. So I put my Sony A7R camera uh, mounted with a 7200 millimeter lens on a tripod, put my mics in there, and I'm shooting at Chrissy Field, which is this fantastic 
big park at the foot of the Golden Gate Bridge. It's it's where you would get that iconic, I'm standing in San Francisco with the Golden Gate Bridge behind me. Now, unfortunately, in this park, there's a big field, but there's also a road where you could drive in. And I had the tripod too close to the road. As I was recording myself, one-man band productions, 70 to 200 millimeter lens, you can imagine how close I was to the camera. Not close enough. So as I was doing this stupid thing, Near a road, some kid comes running up to me with a big grin on his face, grabs my camera, and throws it into the getaway car and drives away all within two seconds, maybe three. And it all happened very fast. Some good Samaritans took pictures of this. They got the license plate, and I called the cops, and they really didn't care at all about what had happened because it happens to them all the time. I assumed that I was the fifth, sixth, seventh hit of the day. These guys are pros just looking for idiots standing, standing talking to their camera. Whatever, whatever that may be, lots of people have had their cameras stolen in San Francisco since and before most of them way worse than myself you know san francisco has its issues right i mean it's it, it ain't the san francisco of 10 years ago let's say there's a lot of issues that they're they're dealing with stemming from a variety of of catalysts you know right and so i would guess not not putting words into elected officials or law enforcement in san francisco it feels like they may have bigger fish to fry out there than us measly photographers trying to get great photos so under that light i'm like well maybe we should avoid that city but looking at your newsletter you highlighted a bunch of cool places that you could still go and you had some guidelines in there for sort of staying safe it's 2022 i have photographed all over the city all year long okay so with no problem whatsoever i just didn't go to the bad places i also made a switch that if they're going to steal my expensive camera that was sixty five hundred dollars that was stolen from me i'll show them i'll just go around town shooting everything on the iphone and i've had pretty good results uh certainly the video has been almost if not as good as what i was getting on the sony Uh, the photos are close i don't think they're as great but certainly it's been safer um three really bad areas okay the worst is twin peaks twin peaks is a, a section of the city high up a hill giving you a beautiful overlook of the city There's no police presence up there whatsoever. There have been a whole bunch of thefts, whether that be camera thefts, whether that be car thefts, whether that be the local TV station was up there doing a piece about the crime in Twin Peaks and they got robbed while they were live on the air. Oh my God, jeez. So I'd stay away from there. Then Palace of the Fine Arts. This is where there was another camera, a photographer assault last week. Uh, A wedding photographer from Dallas out of town was photographing a bride and groom and two thugs came up and attacked him and tried to steal his gear and the backpack, the backpack. Well, we should talk about the backpack. Mm. So, um, so, So no police presence whatsoever. It's just a beautiful area that anybody can walk into and uh, and and run away from. Uh, Those are two really bad areas. The other one is Marin Headlands, which is actually in Sausalito. That's where you'll get the best shot of the Golden Gate Bridge. I've been up there. Looking down at it. 
Yeah, yeah. I've been because okay. you're you're okay. sort of you're you're facing I guess what southbound on right. the west side of the bridge, looking back at the bridge, and that's where you get sort of the if you time it right, you get the cloud layer coming over with the bridge sticking through it and all that, right? Yeah. So that and area. You just look, and you, and you look down at the bridge. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, there, there was a, within the last year, there was a guy visiting that did the old, you know, I just stepped out of my car for 30 seconds and I came back and everything was stolen from my car. Now, we're talking multiple laptops, multiple cameras, multiple lenses. Uh, what they do tell you in San Francisco is don't leave anything in your car under any circumstances. And I've seen the signs. I've taken pictures of the signs. The signs are very well uh, positioned. Um, this person chose to ignore that sign, and everything got grabbed out of their car. So pros are up there looking for people that leave things in their car and they steal them. I don't know if you just walked out of the car with the camera on your neck, uh, whether anybody would hit you up there. Um, but you know, I certainly wouldn't you, leave anything in the car. What does that mean, not leave it in the car, though? I mean, obviously you, well, I guess it's not obvious, but obviously I feel like you wouldn't leave anything on the seat because people would break the window no, and take it off the seat. leave anything in the car. Not in the trunk? Anything in the car. No. Really? Oh, wow. Well, first oh, of I'm all. I'm guilty of that. I'm you, totally guilty. Wait, do you have a hatchback? Uh, no, my car is a trunk, a trunk trunk. Okay, I have a trunk, too. Most people, because I've looked, most people have hatchbacks. Mm -hmm. It's a real easy hit and just grab everything and run away. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. Um, yeah. So those are the three areas. Now, I have photographed in North Beach in Chinatown, Mission District, Financial District, Ferry Building, um, Fisherman's Wharf. Uh, I have photographed all over San Francisco all year and have had no problem whatsoever. But let's remind people that when the photographer uniform is out and doing his or, th his or her thing, there's a $5,000 camera around their neck, a $2,500 camera and a $2,500 lens, roughly, right? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we're talking a $2,000 camera and a $1,000 lens. Maybe we're, it's a $1,500 lens, but you get the idea. Mm -hmm. And most photographers, when they're out on a job, have two of them. So they're at $10,000. And then they have the backpack, which has more stuff. So it just makes it's easier than going to a bank. It's you a just go line. over to them, steal their stuff, and run away. The cops don't care. The DA, the, here's, here's the blame game. The cops say, I'm not going to bother arresting anybody because the DA won't prosecute. The DA says, I won't prosecute because the cops won't arrest them. And the mayor says, it's not my fault, it's their fault. And everybody goes in a big circle. Yeah. Meanwhile, it, it's, there's a black eye on the city. Yeah. You know, I wonder, and that's a lot, right? So the other side of it is people may be thinking, okay, so they steal my thing. They stole my Nikon. My Nikon has a serial number on it. My insurance company has a serial number. I should be safe because there's got to be some national registry of equipment that if thieves try to fence this thing, like if I try, if they try to take it to mpb.com or Autorama or someone and sell that lens or that body, shouldn't a red flag pop up at one of those places it, to say no this it, is stolen gear and it, it doesn't should, but that's the that's the other problem ebay craigslist facebook marketplace uh you name it you can resell stuff like that and there's nothing on there that says show me your proof of ownership show me the serial number 
input the serial number before we'll allow you to sell it. You just go on and sell it. Yeah. Well, what a mess. What a mess. So then, okay. One of the things in your newsletter you mentioned, one of the areas that you mentioned that was a hot spot, was a place that I love going to all the time, and that's looking back at the city from Treasure Island. Treasure Island? Island? Yeah, Treasure like all Island. those big rocks okay. out there, you know, which yeah. is okay. currently so, undergoing gentrification, right? So yeah, let let me give you the Treasure Island story. So this is well, this is pretty well known. Photographer gets robbed while on the freeway. Well, not really. The photographer was in Treasure Island, was doing a shoot, and the thief watched the photographer get in the car, then followed the photographer, real estate photographer, actually uh, a husband and wife team, followed the photographers as they drove away from Treasure Island. As they pulled off Route 80 in San Francisco, they got out, smashed the back, stole everything out of the car and drove away. And it was caught on the Tesla cam. So it mm. made all the newscasts. Jeez. So Treasure Island... I yeah, you can go there with your camera. I've gone there with my camera. I haven't had a problem. Um, you just have to, you know maybe think about where you're going to put the camera in your car afterwards. Like myself, maybe I'd put it under my feet in the front seat yeah. or somewhere that would make it a little awkward and tough for them to come to a smashing grab. They certainly have nothing in the trunk. Mm, God, geez. And I also I, uh, Treasure Island has the best skyline view in San Francisco. Right? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. You go directly it, across. It, it's it's amazing because you go directly across from the city on the Bay Bridge. You don't even have to pay a toll. It's what? Um, not even a mile. Get off, mm -hmm. and then you're looking straight at the city. And sunsets, mm -hmm. great. Though I did get a really nice sunset on here. On the phone. On the phone. Yeah. Well, that's the next thing I want to talk about, right? So it, you mentioned this before, but is that the next step, right? So photographers, as iPhone capabilities or mobile phone capabilities increase, that becomes your, okay, well, I'm leaving. Unless I'm going to do a landscape in Yosemite or something, I'm leaving all the proper gear at home, and I'm just bringing, quote, just bringing my iPhone. Is that the play now for cities with high well, crime rates? For travel photography, yes. Yeah, yeah. For wedding photography, you've got a problem. Uh, I think you have to reassess how you do your tr your wedding photography. One camera, one lens. Mm. You know? Wow. And wow. you just have to do it like that. Uh, and, and maybe rethink where you go. Like, am I going to go to Palace of Fine Arts? No. Can I bring a bride to the ferry building and put her on a dock, uh, uh, one of the piers, looking out at the Bay Bridge? Yes, I, I would go to places where there's lots and lots of people and where there's you, you can't do a getaway car. You can't do a getaway car from the ferry building really easily. It's the traffic is too intense, but it's still gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now it's risk, right? So now now it makes those photos that you capture even more valuable because you're like, you know what? I could have got I could have got ganked <laughs> while I was out there getting this this great image, but I didn't. And I walked away with all my gear and this image. So other than not shooting, Jefferson, what are what are some things that photographers can do to, to protect themselves, if any? So just be smart. Don't put your stuff in the trunk. You know, if you can shoot it with an iPhone versus your your Nikon Z9, like what? You know, are there it's, any other things? It's, it's actually funny because I, I was in San Francisco in October and I decided that I would bring my drone with me. And as I started driving, I said, oh, no, what am I going to do? 
I can't pull over anywhere. I'm, you know, because my, my, the way I work is I drive to San Francisco and I go straight to the hotel and I pull everything out and I put it in the room. But then I checked out of the room and I had a, a day to kill. So I was doing some stuff and I was going to, and, and how do I deal with the fact that I also brought a laptop and I can't put it in the car? I can't do anything. So what do I do? So I actually, um, I, I drove to my cousin's house in Walnut Creek and dumped everything there and then drove into the city. That's what I had to do. But uh, what would I do if I was going to Seattle, Chicago, New York? I would just learn to pack lightly. I would bring one camera and one lens. You know, there were great photographers in the 1930s and 1940s and 1950s who had their new Leica with a 50 millimeter lens. And that's all they had. And they made it work, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you and do what you can. I think with what we you have, have to rethink, rethink. Yeah, wow. you know, I actually get three lenses on this iPhone. Yeah, I have ultra wide, though, wide, and telephoto. Can you though? You know, you're talking about those moment lenses, right? And the, no, you know. no, the three lenses on the back oh, the, the built-in ones. Yes, okay, the built-in ones. Yes, I have yeah, three yeah, lenses. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and I have nothing moment against moments. Forget about. It. I like. Nothing, yeah, I have no. nothing against Moment. I think Moment was great, and Moment people feel free to reach out to me. I've bought some of your gear, um, you know, the anamorphic glass and all that stuff. Uh, but I, it just feels counterintuitive to me putting a third-party piece of glass over the precision optics engineered by a trillion dollar company <laughs> you know, i agree with you multi-trillion dollars um, sorry yeah. I, I have a story for you so i did a portrait shoot a few weeks ago in manhattan beach here uh you know the beach i live near the beach and i did a whole bunch of family family portraits for um, a real estate agent who was doing a thank you to his clients and uh, i shot them under the pier on my sony and i had this big white sky and i go eh. That's kind of yucky. I think I'll take it a shot on my iPhone 14 and see what it looks like. And all of a sudden, I had a blue sky. Because it was fake. It, but, you know, when you take a picture on the iPhone, there are 15 multiple exposures. And that's how I got the blue sky. And it looked better even though it was fake. And when I showed it to the client, they were like, hey, blue sky, beach, looks wonderful. They don't know. They don't know that it's really a white sky. They know that they're seeing a blue sky and that's what they want to see. And so they were happier with my smartphone pick than what I was getting on my $2,000 Sony. Wow. Yeah. And that, you know, that's the thing. So at, at, you and I have talked about this before. I think the last time I had you on, we talked about the the evolution of mobile and the, the quality, but yet it's being hamstrung and held back by what I call theater. Right. Because who are you to show up and, you know, in in. Pre presume that you're doing or or put on that you're doing professional level photography with a mobile device that I have probably a better one in my pocket. Why am I going to give you five grand or ten grand when I could I have the same gear? Therefore, you got to show up with your Z9 or your Canon, whatever your Sony, whatever, with the big glass just to show that hey, I'm better. My images are going to be better than what you can produce. How close are we to the end of that? Right? Is there end in uh sight? For for is are people going to age out of that thinking? You know, as a as a pro photographer who does events, you know, I did an event last week. Had I waltzed in with an iPhone to shoot their party, I don't think. Well, first of all, the pictures wouldn't have been any good. Uh, second yeah. of all, I don't think they would have been happy. Now, I did pictures on my Sony. It was wonderful. I used my my bounce flash. Really came in handy, and that's the 
the big drawback on shooting on the iPhone. You don't have lighting. You yeah. know, you, you can do little LED lights and it doesn't do very much. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with the photographer, Russell Brown, who works for Adobe. And oh, does I know Russell. Russell Preston Brown. Russell Preston Brown. He right? does amazing work. He's the best iPhone photographer I've ever seen. Yeah, and he amazing. does lighting with the Pro Photo uh, Flash, which will, I think if you snap the shutter in their app, the flash will go off. And uh, but it's also a thousand dollar flash. I mean, I wanted to go buy it, but a thousand dollars for iPhone flash is a little steep for my tastes. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, uh, Black Friday's coming up and uh, Christmas is coming up. And I'll, you know, yeah, but anyway. And um, my birthday, Jefferson, just saying. Yes, and my uh, birthday. Yeah, that's right. Okay. (laughs) So, but his stuff is unbelievable. And I think you could pull it off eventually, um, but we're not there yet. You are not there yet. I mean, I, I feel like we're heading in that direction. Like we were talking about offline, some of the apps are are, are getting there, like uh, LumaFusion with their you know Final Cut Pro esque video editing app, and then Blackmagic Design with this latest version of DaVinci Resolve that's that's imminent that is going to run on M1 or M whatever iPads. You know, so the professional apps are slowly showing up on on mobile you know affinity photo for example they're slowly getting there and giving us the capability with a couple of gotchas right do you feel like are we in terms of the post-production and the software apps that are available to us are we are we there right can i think i think the software is pretty good i think you know lightroom mobile free app is amazing yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah what you can do with it is is really great yeah Um, the masking new iphone masking yeah yes Mm-hmm. The new iPhone 48 megapixel, if you're smart enough to remember to shoot in RAW, um, is very nice, but it's still not as sharp as my Sony a7 IV. No, no, it's not. And that's the thing, right? Because it depends. I think it depends. I've talked to my friend Jeff Green- Greenberg about this because it, it kind of depends on where you're coming from. Like Jeff Greenberg is a professional trainer, video editor. You know, he knows all the things he could he could produce. He could produce on Avid. He could produce on Final Cut, Premiere, all the things. So he's coming from that mindset of I need I'm comparing everything on mobile to this pro atmosphere of apps if you're not coming from that this is an embarrassment of riches and capabilities that you have because you're not comparing it to well i can do all these other things you're coming to it from a i want to make a short film about a i have an ipad or an iphone uh, some decent audio i'm going to shoot in the daytime or use the low light features of the iphone or whatever i'm going to tell my story you can make something that's amazing right but it, when you start comparing to high-end nles that's when it starts breaking down you agree okay. with that let's do let's compare the iphone to a leica from the 1940s yeah how much higher resolution do you have i mean way more resolution oh yeah oh right? yeah right right absolutely i mean i i grew up on a pentax spotmatic i grew up on shooting triax pushed to 1600 that was all dots I mean, what I have mm-hmm. today is, is no comparison. I mean, it's night and day. So you, you get great stuff. Um, again, if you hire me to do a portrait shoot in San Francisco, I will get awesome photos on the iPhone. And let's go out and prove it. <laughs> I'll yeah. meet you. I'll meet you out there, and we'll do some pretty awesome you photos. You want to do a showdown? We, we should do yeah. a showdown. We'll do a showdown, I'll, the whole nine I'll yards. I'll be there when, when you get back, when you get back. 
Yeah, I got it. I, I know exactly what we're going to do it. I want it. I want tumbleweeds or at least old newspapers blowing across the street. Jefferson Graham in the distance with the sun setting behind him, me on this side, you know, and we're, you know, that's how we started with our Clint Eastwood music or something. Yeah, my, my favorite day to drive to San Francisco from Los Angeles is January 1st because there are no trucks on Route 5. Oh, wow. I could. Okay. I'll leave at six and I'll meet you for lunch. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take us home. Let's end this with, uh, and I, yeah, I, I think I've been asking this, you know, and you've answered it uh, several times. But you're packing your bag. Okay. Here, here's a here's a real world example, Jefferson Graham. Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. um, are going to Paris, which you just came I back from. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just came back from. When you go to Paris, which is for many of us Americans, it is like the trip of a lifetime. You don't know when you're going to get back, if ever. So you got to prepare for that. So you're looking at your bed and laying all your stuff out. You're like, okay, I might go to dinner, so I need these pants or oh, the Eiffel Tower. Maybe I need a wide angle lens. I want to do these. Sh-, you know. So you bring all the gear, right? Or do you? So what did you do? What did you do when you when you went to okay. Paris? What did you bring? First with of you? all. First of all, a multiple. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I brought I brought three iPhones. Nice. Okay, I brought the Insta three sixty. Well, because I have them. Okay. Okay. Uh, because because you may be out shooting and then you run out of juice and then there's the other one that's all charged or you're doing multiple time lapses or you're doing a time lapse and you're doing portraits. I mean, I, yeah. why not? Because flexibility. Sure. Yeah. Um, I brought the X three. The Insta Insta 360 X3 mm-hmm. camera mm-hmm. and the Insta 360 X2 because I have them and they're about yay big, right? Yeah. And yeah, uh, uh, one is charged and has a has a has a, uh, an empty memory card and the other one is empty and is charged. And if I run out on that one, I'll switch to the other one. I brought the GoPro, the new one, uh, but I I barely used it. Um, no knock on that, but I just didn't use it much. Mm-hmm. I brought my mics. On my microphones, and I brought my selfie stick, and that's it. You didn't bring uh, no mirrorless, no DSLRs, nothing. I brought my Sony RX10 IV, which is my favorite Sony camera. Uh, if you're familiar with it, it has a 24 millimeter to 600 millimeter built-in lens. It has a one-inch chip. It's not as sharp as the uh, A7 series, but it has this 24 to 600 millimeter lens, and it's a killer lens, and you get great close-ups. And I didn't bring it around very much. I took it out a few times, but because of because of the hours that I was spending shooting, I didn't want to drag it with me all day because it's a heavy camera. So, okay, you're back now. Did are there five thousand five thousand pictures? Five thousand pictures. So, did did you did you find yourself wanting at any point when you're out wandering around the city, like, man, I really wish I had brought that that fifty or, you know, my twenty four to seventy would have just been great right now, but I don't have it, so I got to make do with this stuff. Did you have any of those situations, or was did you feel liberated? I, I missed. I missed my A7. I missed yeah. holding a camera in my hand. I missed having a shutter button. I missed putting it to my eye. I missed. Oh, is that in focus? Let me zoom in on the viewfinder and find out. I missed that. I missed that it would have been sharper. Yeah. But yeah. but I appreciated the freedom 
and the lightness of just being able to run around. And also remember that I interviewed a bunch of people for, for my Photo Walks TV series, and I'd have little mics in my pocket, and I'd pull one out, and I'd put them on them, and I'd hold the iPhone in front of them, and at no point did they ever say, oh my God, I'm about to be interviewed. Oh, I look terrible. Oh, oh, you know, it's all the stuff that you normally get when you have a big camera. I get none of that. Oh, interesting. I never considered that. Yeah. It, when we talk about iPhone or mobile phone photography, it's usually, yeah, you can you can get comparable shots and you're not going to get harassed because you're not pulling out a, quote, professional camera. You're typically not using a tripod, although you can. Um, but I never heard it from the perspective of dropping people's sort of barriers of being photographed professionally because you don't have this big mirrorless or, you know, proper professional camera. You're shooting with the same thing that they have. So you drop their you drop their guard a little bit. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. And, to t you know, all the way full circle, Frederick and I had been kicked out of a restaurant where we tried to do an interview there. <laughs> Because they saw a big tripod and a big black camera. Now, if we did it today, I'd be sitting there with my little selfie stick in front of him, and they wouldn't have said a word. They wouldn't have said a word, yeah. And that was that was in Manhattan Beach, right? That was, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. I remember that. I remember that scene just at the stage. So this is when Jefferson was with USA Today, and I was with Adobe, and I was on press tour showing this guy. I think it was, was it Lightroom 3 Lightroom. or Lightroom, Lightroom. Lightroom 3, right? Uh, and I was demoing, we're going to do it on camera and talk about it. And, you know, I was going to do the whole marketing guy thing. We're set up in this restaurant, getting ready to go. And I, I see out of the corner over there, some woman looking kind of nervous, looking at us. And then she got the, I guess, got the nerve to come up over and come over and talk to us. And she's like, uh, you guys can't do that in here. <laughs> yeah, we need a fee. Yeah, we need some money for you. And we just did. We ended up doing it on the street somewhere, right? On the I think street, we did it outside. Yeah. yeah, it came out great. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you're right. Today, oh. here here's a mic. Here's your 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 uh, DJI mic or your Rode Go mic. Boom, clip that on right. you. Talk. That's it. And perfect video, 4K, perfect audio. Everybody's happy, right? Yeah, How and I could shoot. Uh, I could shoot slow mo. I could shoot uh, time lapse. I, I mean, all sorts of things that I can do. Yeah. Well, take us home, Jefferson. Where? What are you working on now? What are your projects well, that you keep, know what? they're keeping you up? I have this episode shot in Paris of PhotoWalks TV. I'm starting off with the hits. The best places to photograph the Eiffel Tower and the Arc de Triomphe and the Hidden Bridges and some of the great stuff. And that'll be the first episode, December 3rd, followed by a guide to one of the great neighborhoods that most people don't, hopefully don't know about, Rue Claire. And we're going to go to Montmartre. My pronunciation is terrible, so I'm sorry about that. Montmartre, I think it's called. We're going to go there as well. And um, and then we're going to go to Lyon and Avignon. And uh, that's for the next several weeks for a new series of episodes brought to us by our friends at Smug Mug. I've heard of those people. They're nice people yeah. over there. Smug yeah. Mug, huh? Be yeah. Cool. I, I, I bought a beret on their behalf. I, brought a, I bought a beret for myself. Yeah. Tell me it was green. Was it a green beret? Come no, on. black, black. Dude, smug mug green. You got to have the smug yeah. mug green. Now well, you got to go back. Go back. You should have seen all the ladies with their red berets. There were a lot of them. Really? Ugh. You know, I, was yeah. I, oh, I that, thought you were going to say... 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Raspberry. Raspberry. Um, Prince. One yeah. of the things that's really interesting is they get up really early in Paris and they go stand in front of the Eiffel Tower at seven o'clock in the morning in their wedding dress on a Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. I got a big kick out of this and just doing all the selfie poses. And um, and then they go out into the street right in front of the Eiffel Tower where cars are going by on both sides and they stand in the middle of the street so they can get their picture in front of the Eiffel Tower. And nobody cares. <laughs> it's hilarious. That actually sounds interesting, especially if you do like a long exposure, wedding dress, you know, good lighting. You know, she's fr that's yeah, interesting. I thought you were going to tell mean, me when you got back because, because you know, we, as we were joking about before we started recording, you have sort of taken on the moniker as the protector of photographers from stolen gear, you know, based on your experiences. I thought you were going to come back from Paris and with a story of someone stole something because the Eiffel Tower is notorious for having grifters and pickpockets come and run their little scams on you like hey would you donate to this while another one's lifting your stuff behind well, I had you. so many of them I had so yeah. many of them speak English no come on I know you do no and just mm -hmm. kept on walking because they really want to talk but I'm holding my camera and my selfie stick in my hand so it's kind of hard for them to pick my pocket yeah yeah was, ugh. Yeah, the world today. Where's it going to be tomorrow? See, I'm resisting the urge to say in my day. <laughs> in my day, we could shoot anywhere we wanted to and no one cared. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hey, Jefferson, where, where is PhotoWalks TV located? What's the URL if people uh, want to go YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash TV. Check out the website, PhotoWalksTV.com. And that newsletter that Frederick told you all about. Do me a favor. Please subscribe. JeffersonGram.substack.com. Love it. All right, my friend. We will leave it right there. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for and such short notice. You're probably still unpacking. Are you finished unpacking yet? Are you that oh, person? Oh, I unpacked. I unpacked a long time ago. I've been editing the whole time. You know Good. what that's like. I know what that's like. Yeah, I'll be editing this before I hop on that plane to Hawaii. All right. Have cool, a great man. time in Hawaii. Well. I will. I will. I will do my best. I am determined to have a good time. Although, you know, I'm, I'm debating on whether to bring my MacBook Pro or not. So I oh, may. Oh, I left mine. I left mine at home for did this you? trip, but I, I missed it. I did. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like, ugh. Like the military is, is and Boy Scouts. It's the saying is, it's better to, you know, have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Right. But that leads to a bag full of gear. <laughs> so you gotta find. Yeah, but you gotta find you, a happy medium I mean, in there. Unless you've gotten really good at editing on the iPad, you might be in a situation where you might have to edit some audio. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm okay editing. Nothing long form. Like I would consider this discussion long form. Shorter yeah. things, 15, 5, 10, 15 minutes, that's fine on an iPad for me. But longer form, I need my currently I need my Final Cut Pro and all the things and the yeah. screen real estate and my shortcuts and all that. So you know, but maybe that'll change when these, all these new versions of these softwares are introduced for iPad. So we'll see. Well, it's interesting that there's no Final Cut on an iPad. Apple yeah. has had many years to put it on there, but they made a decision not to. I, I don't understand that. I do not understand that. Um, you, you know, when, when iPad first released, it felt like the obvious app to put on there. And then when M1 the M1 iPads hit, it felt like, sure, absolutely. But they they actually, when the, in the announcement for the new iPads, they showed DaVinci Resolve <laughs> versus Final Cut. So the Final Cut team has got to be livid about that. But 
I don't know. I guess they know better than we do, clearly, because they're generating more revenue than we are. So, well, any video editor worth his or her salt is going to spend two grand on a MacBook, and uh, you know, iPad started three hundred bucks. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. The the nature of the salt is changing. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll have this conversation again in a year and see where things sit. And you may be like, hey, Frederick, remember when everyone was still editing on MacBook Pros and now they're all, you know, now they're they're running their footage through AI software to give them a rough cut and they're just fine tuning it. Right. That that's the that's the future. Maybe knock on wood. All right, man, we'll, we'll leave it right there. Thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure picking your brain, learning about your adventures. Congratulations on you know, your successes with, with all the projects that you're working on, PhotoWalks TV Thank and you. everything else. And I can't wait to see what you do, do next. This is, it's exciting oh. to be on the sidelines. Okay, thanks again, as always. This is Twitter.